0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and today we are discussing Unit 33, Session 2, The Church is United in Love. So, last time, we looked at how the early church in Acts 15 settled an important doctrinal dispute in order to protect the gospel and maintain unity as a church um, in this essential, highest order truth, the doctrine of justification. This week, we're focusing on Acts 17 and Paul's message in Athens Uh, where we explore how the church is united in love to fulfill the mission that Jesus has given us, the mission to proclaim the gospel to all people everywhere and make disciples of them. But to do that, we need to be burdened for the lost. So being burdened for unbelievers though, is not enough. If we share the love of Christ with unbelievers, we we must also develop a clear strategy where we build points of contact in order to establish a Christian worldview and then share the gospel and call for a response. So that's really what this session is all about. It's about the nature of love as it relates to the mission of the church, which is a challenging discussion when we think about our own evangelistic practices. Do we feel a burden for the people that God has placed around us. And that's really the the super important first thing that we need to discuss. Does their worship of anyone and anything other than God create in us a a distress, uh, you know, an appropriate kind of of holy anger toward the or directed at this because of how false worship defames God but not in a way that makes us angry at the people who don't worship him they worship what they worship often in ignorance so we, so that that distress that that holy sort of anger should lead to compassion for the lost that spurs us on to mission or do we not care? Do we do we see what goes on in the world, and we have no no compassion, no uh, no nothing is stirring within us for what's going on and what we see? Do we just want to uh, do we just want to huddle in a bunker and um, and wait for Jesus to come back, or, or is there something in between? Those are really the big questions that we need to address in our groups this week. What is our posture toward those who don't know Jesus? Do we see them as enemies or as people that we need to pursue out of love for them and for the Lord with the gospel? So in your leader guide on page 129, there is a great question dealing with the challenges that you face with sharing the gospel where you live and work. And that's really important because we have to remember that God has placed us where we are for a reason. He has us there to share the gospel, to be a witness to the gospel right now. Now, perhaps you you work in a company that where you're not allowed to talk about matters of religion at all. So what do you do there? Well, one of the key things is, is, is it's not simply a matter of of, of vocally sharing the gospel, verbally sharing the gospel, although we must do that at some point. Um, this is why we said in, why I said in the introduction to this that we need to establish a Christian worldview. So your conduct can lead to opportunities for discussion outside of work. So why are you the kind of employee that you are? Why do you have the integrity that you have? These kinds of things that can happen. You might also work at an organization where everyone is already a professing Christian. That doesn't mean that they actually are Christians. It just means that everyone professes to be one. And so that creates its own kind of of missions opportunity as well, because you are, because very often it there it is, how do you work together? How does the way that you work as believers, as professing believers, how does that Shape what the neighboring organizations. If you share a building with one, for example, if um, the buildings around you, the apartments that are near you, the restaurants, all of these kinds of things. What is the reputation that your workplace and your coworkers collectively create? That is one of those. That is one of those things that 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 our pre, our very presence. Shapes what they think about Jesus and the gospel. So this is an opportunity for you to help one another think through where the opportunities to share the gospel exist and reach the lost exist within your context. Remember, like I said, God has you where you are for a reason. He has you there in order to be a witness to the gospel right now. And so that includes those of us living in areas considered widely churched, where there are lots of churches, where Christianity haunts the culture. But even in those areas, Lifeway just released new research that reminds us that the majority of people are far from Christ. Um, the the South, uh, the Bible Belt, as it's often called, is, in terms of demographics, is approximately where the Pacific Northwest was ten years ago, and so we need to recognize that the majority of people do not know the gospel. And perhaps there are people in our churches and in our groups this very week who do not truly know Jesus. And some of these people may have been coming to church for years. Nevertheless, how do we show them the gospel? How do we share the gospel with them? How do they see Christ at work in us and through us so that they will know and hear and believe the gospel as well. So let's consider that. Let's consider how our love for Jesus inspires us to spread the gospel. And then how our then out of our love for him and those around us, let's go forward and do that together. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.